Welcome to Biblical Tapestry, podcast episode 13, in 1 John chapter 4, looking at the power of love. Biblical Tapestry is a podcast where we explore how the Bible is its own commentary, and how the gospel is thoroughly woven from Genesis to Revelation. In this episode 13 of 1 John 4, we continue with John's statement, God is love. But John switches gears a bit by bringing in the subject of judgment and fear. We should not fear judgment because God's love is working in God's children. Let's read 1 John chapter 4, verses 16-21. through 21. And we'll look at the second half of verse 16. God is love, and the one who remains in love remains in God, and God remains in him. In this, love is made complete with us, so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment, because as he is, so also are we in this world. There is no fear in love. Instead, perfect love drives out fear because fear involves punishment. So the one who fears is not complete in love. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, and yet hates his brother or sister, he is a liar. The person who does not love his brother or sister whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And we have this command from him, The one who loves God must also love his brother and sister. All right, back to that second half of verse 16. God is love, and the one who remains in love remains in God, and God remains in him. In essence, God's love allows believers to love others, and that love shown to others is the very signature of God's presence in the believer. The actual results of Christ's prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane are demonstrated. In John 17, verse 24, Jesus is praying, Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am, so that they may see, they will see my glory, which you have given me because you loved me before the world's foundation. Righteous Father, the world has not known you, however, I have known you, and they have known that you sent me. I made your name known to them and will continue to make it known so that the love you have loved me with may be in them and I may be in them. When we remain in this love, we live in God because God is love, says Daniel Aiken. Speaking about the love of God is not simply enough. There is a requirement of a confession in Jesus Christ an acknowledgement of his atoning sacrifice on the cross. This is the foundation for the reception of God's love and forgiveness. In verse 17, in this love, love is made, in this, love is made complete with us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment, because as he is, so also are we in this world. How is God's love related to judgment? The love imparted to us through the forgiveness of sin, gives the believer confidence to stand before Christ without fear or shame because Christ paid the price for sins. This same atonement has a daily effect on us in that we are like Christ in the world. We certainly have not attained Christ's perfection, but we have the same relationship with God as Christ has. He is our Father as well. And we are joint heirs with Christ, as Paul describes. A relationship with God that is characterized by love for one another. And as we've read previously in Romans 8, verse 12, 
So then, brothers and sisters, we are not obligated to the flesh to live according to the flesh, because if you live according to the flesh, you're going to die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all those led by God's Spirit are God's sons. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. Instead, you receive the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies together with our spirit that we are God's children, and if children, also heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, so that we may also be glorified with him. Verse 18 says, There is no fear in love. Instead, perfect love drives out fear, because fear involves punishment. So the one who fears is not complete in love. The reason that a believer should not fear is because the relationship between the believer and God is based on love, and in that love there is no fear. Perfect love that God offers drives out fear. Fear and love are then mutually exclusive. Fear is caused by the specter of punishment. The word that John used in Greek is kolasin, meaning implied eternal punishment. A person deficient in love dreads the day of judgment and is not perfected in the love of God. The joy and blessing for knowing the Father and His love is absence of fear. The holy and righteous judge is also our Abba, Father. Love never fears judgment or punishment. It is bold and it is confident. 1 John 4.19 says, We love because He first loved us. We can, as believers, love as Christ loved because He first loved us. Christ explains the two greatest commandments in Matthew chapter 22, verse 34. When the Pharisees heard that He had silenced the Sadducees, they came together, and one of them, an expert in the law, asked a question to test Him. Teacher, which command of the law is the greatest? And he said to him, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the greatest and most important command. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets depend on these two commands. No other commandments are necessary if those two are obeyed. We love, and the reason why is God first loved us. God took the initiative. We didn't. If you're not loving others as you should, then you do not know God's love. Our love originates with God. This is a love characterized by a lack of fear because of this love from God. And therefore, affection can flow from a heart filled with the gratitude for God's love towards us. Again, this is just not a statement of love but demonstrable to others showing our character and relationship with God. 1 John 4.20 says, If anyone says, I love God, and yet hates his brother or sister, he is a liar. For the person who does not love his brother or sister whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. This verse should douse any frivolous arguments that sometimes affect churches. The visible manifestation of an individual's love for God will show up in his dealings with other believers. You cannot see God, but certainly you can see the evidence of God in the lives of others. 
Hatred towards a brother and love toward God cannot exist in the same person. Love for both the brother and God is the thumbprint of God in a believer's life, perhaps a birthmark. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the greatest and most important command. The second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. Well, we know that John has it previously explained in this letter in 1 John 3:17. If anyone has this world's goods and sees a fellow believer in need but withholds his compassion from him, how does God's love reside in him? Little children, let us not love in word or speech, but in action and in truth. John Stott states in his book, The Letters of John, It is obviously easier to love and serve a visible man than an invisible God, and if we fail on the easier task, it is absurd to claim success at the harder. In 1 John 4.21 it says, And we have this command from him, the one who loves God must also love his brother and sister. Loving one's brother is not just a spiritual requirement. This is a command. Love your neighbor as yourself is a command. Disobedience to the command demonstrates a false love toward God. Paul explains it as well in Galatians chapter 5, verse 13. For you were called to be free, brothers and sisters. Not only don't, only don't use this freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but serve one another through love. For the whole law is fulfilled in one statement. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out, or you will be consumed by one another. John and Paul agree with Christ our Lord. One must love his brother and sister with the love that God has shown us. Luke chapter 7 verse 47 says, Therefore I tell you, her many sins may have been forgiven. That is why she loved much. But the one who is forgiven little, loves little. Let's go ahead and dip into chapter 5 a little bit and set up the conclusion of this first letter from John. 1 John 5, 1 and 2 says, Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the Father also loves the one born of Him. This is how we know that we love God's children when we love God and obey His commands. Notice in verse 1 we are given a truth. Faith in Jesus Christ and a believer demonstrates they have been born again, they're forgiven, and indwelled by the Holy Spirit of God. They love God and everyone else that share that same belief. Faith is a sign of being a child of God, and already in this letter are told this faith leads to righteous behavior, conviction from sin, and is expressed in the love for others. And now this faith is an outcome of a new birth. We have the mark of a child of God an active demonstration of faith in God. Again, perhaps a birthmark. John 1.12 says, But to all who did receive him, he gave them the right to be children of God to those who believe in his name, who are born not of natural descent, or of the will of the flesh, or the will of man, but of God, born of God. Love is a birthmark of God. The evidence of a new birth or faith and love and a continuous demonstration of trusting God for our salvation. To be born of God is a promise to everyone who believes that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. 
the Christ, the promised deliverer. That belief makes us a child of God. What comes with that is the love of God's children, love of God in obedience to God's commands. To love God because he first loved us is what God wants from us. I pray this podcast finds you well. Next episode 14, we continue in 1 John 5. We'll discuss claiming victory. God bless you and have a blessed day and a blessed Christmas season. I pray that you have that close abiding relationship with our Creator and Savior and produce daily the evidence of a new birth.